Welcome to the About Sex Podcast. I'm Joshua Skirtu, and with me, as always, is our resident sex therapist, Angela Skirtu. Hi, Hi. Angela. <laughs> and our guests today are Kendra Holiday and her daughter, Thorn. Hi. Hi. Hello. Good to see you all. Good to see you. Um, today, one of the big topics we're talking about is... What it's like to No, 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 no. <laughs> I actually wanted to start with something a little bit in the news right now. Oh, like, okay, okay. Like, there's sure. recently, tr- I try not to be too political, but, like, recently I was disappointed when I heard about Trump's plans to ban transgender people from the military. And honestly, if these people have the, the balls or the non-gender-specific gonads to really serve in the military, like, I think they should be able to. I really do. And their plan is to, like not accept any new recruits, and then encourage current transgendered individuals to retire early. So what do you okay. guys think about that? Like, go, go yeah, talk. Okay. I love it. She raised her hand. That's cute. Well, <laughs> so, okay, so one thing, I don't... How old are you? Oh, I'm 17. I just turned 17 a few days ago, so I was 16. I mean, obviously so, numbers. So Anyways, from a high school perspective. <laughs> from a high school yes, perspective. but this is the perspective of anyone, I believe. Yeah. Uh, in the past, with uh, gay people in the mm-hmm. military, there was a don't ask, don't tell policy, because if you were outed, you would lose all the military benefits. Mm-hmm. So it's possible, and I haven't looked into this yet, that if you're transgender and you get kicked out of the military, you may, and I don't have proof for this yet, right (laughs) lose the benefits that's like the health care they could take it away they could and that's and even burial rights like some of them like soldiers can be buried buried at certain places by the way if you've already served in the military like that's that's you you have the rights of someone who's given their time and their life and their family they gave service yeah it's a hard it's a hard life think of what happens to people in the military i mean a lot of them come out with ptsd that's why we're supposed to give them medical and health care for the rest of their lives yeah and so to take that away from somebody who probably still is suffering as a result of serving our country is unacceptable yeah um it's cruel i don't know so from a high school perspective i'm i mean for me, I feel like a lot of the older generations, they're very, a little bit more uh, anti-gay. They're not as yeah. very LGBTQ friendly. How do you find the younger generation, uh, millennials? Well, called? Like, honestly, we're kind of on the cusp of being called millennials. We were born Yeah, 82. I'm actually just barely by a year not a millennial. I'm a Gen Z. Oh, you're uh, something what? else. There's a new generation? Oh, they call this Generation <laughs> Y until they figured out a, a name for it. Oh, that, that was us. Yes. Yeah. Go yeah. On. Well, my dad's Gen yeah. Y, and someone, my... <laughs> Girlfriend's a millennial, yeah, and then I'm Gen Z by just a year. Sorry, mom just dropped a water bottle. If you didn't see that live, <laughs> no, she it was didn't Josh. touch it. That was, <laughs> it was Josh. I'm sorry, mom. I forsaken you. No, um, I, I also blame Kendra, so <laughs> I think we're okay here. Um, no, but tell uh, us about how Gen Z sees Gen Z, millennials, and Gen Zs. Okay, um, well, it's a really a mixed bag. I hang out mostly and almost exclusively with people who are accepting because I don't really have time for people who can't you know, accept people like me. Yeah. I am, love them for who they are. Yeah. I am queer. I identify. I don't want to say gay because I'm not homosexual. I'm not mm-hmm. exclusively one gender oriented. But so I, I hope people don't mind because I know some people don't like the word queer. I won't refer to I other people I don't actually know what it is. Can, can you, yeah, explain can you it guys for tell me a little bit what that is? Yeah, sure, Mom. Feel free to step in. But from my understanding, it's someone who's just not straight, who's not cisgender, heterosexual. Yeah. Cisgender. Okay. Cisgender. Yeah, like uh, which is just straight. Well, I'm or... I'm cisgender. So if you're not queer, is just not the the status quo, I guess. Okay. So, so everybody, 
Well, why don't yeah? Can, yeah. What, why what don't is you this? give us some? I'm very insight. confused. There's so many different terms. Oh, she <laughs> has some ones that I keep hearing new ones all the time. Yeah. I just learned there's a stone sexuality. That's something else. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So cisgender is the term that is for when you identify with the birth you were assigned. The oh, gender you were The gender that you were like you're told you're female. Yeah. You're male. You're told you're male. Yes. Right. For sure. My right. girlfriend is not cisgender. She's gender fluid. So okay. sometimes I'm straight. We joke when she's a boy, like when she identifies as male, I'm like, oh, we're straight for the day. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's our joke. Interesting. Well, that's a really cute joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So what do you, you have any thoughts on that, Kendra? Uh, what, about the what, Tell us some about some of your friends without naming names. Like what kind, yeah, of, what sure. kind of interests are they into with their exploration? Oh, man. Okay, so I know a lot of different people online, but mostly like, in person. I don't really – I just started making friends online, so it's not really my forte. I prefer yeah. knowing people. you got to be careful. Person. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of creepy old guys saying, creepy I'm a 14-year-old girl but from you know Taiwan. Our, our niece, does, she does this all the time. She's meeting people on the internet, yeah. and she just explains like she did a video on how to oh. introduce oh. internet friends to your parents without yeah. them like freaking out <laughs> because apparently it's a I guess a Gen Z sort of thing to yeah. do yeah. but continue <laughs> all right so I'm gonna talk about my uh, real life friends I shouldn't have started with internet friends because I only have like two that I don't know in that's, person you that's fine uh, but I have I have, I have socialized with a lot of people in person I think right now I might have too many friends yeah uh, <laughs> what's too many friends I, I like but <laughs> Too much money, yeah. Give me more money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have money. too much. Take it away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. oh, no. I love the people I'm around. I actually love humanity in general. But anyways, yeah. let's let's. I like humans too. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're nice when they're nice to me. Other than yeah, that. <laughs> not so I, much. I respect humanity. I think in general we mean the best, whatever that means to us personally. Right. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, would you ask me? Oh, right. People's interests in gender and sexuality. Yeah. What's so, their perspective on? Do you sure. think there's more acceptance of people being different? Gender-wise and sexuality-wise. I an interesting thing to say about this, and I did not mean to cut you no, off. No, that's fine. He so, needs to be cut off. It's okay. Sometimes <laughs> you have to cut me off. Okay, so Because I'm going to cut you off. Don't worry. <laughs> so, okay, so most of the people I hang around are accepting, yeah. but you have some overlaps of, like, the hardcore, I believe it's, uh, you know, Republican right-wing. Mm-hmm. There's this one kid who just left the school. There's two kids who just left the school who are very, who seemed okay with, like, uh, you know, LGBT but when you you ask them something, like one of them used uh, slurs regularly, mm-hmm. and he actually like verbally attacked a girl when she called. There was this one uh, person. Uh, they're actually uh, gender non-conforming. They mm-hmm. usually right now they're using she/her pronouns uh, mm-hmm. because they're not out. But because I'm not uh, don't, I'm not going to use her name. I'm going to yeah. use they them pronouns because sure. I I can get away with it. Yeah, um, yeah sure. So they had a friend who's uh, in a heterosexual relationship, and they jokingly say, oh, you hets? Like, they're like, oh, they're being hetero. Oh. <laughs> and then he took this so personally. He's, he, he verbally insulted her. He used the F slur. Okay. And okay. He, yeah. he said, well, how would you like it if I used F slur? And then he kept saying it, like, well, dun, dun, dun. No, no, no yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't. I don't think she was like using it as a no. slur. She was but probably being playful. Well, no, it doesn't. No, hets. I'm talking about the original The original person, person. Yes. but... I think mm-hmm. some people can sometimes see that as like, yeah. uh, if somebody were to call somebody uh, who's homosexual, yeah. homo, 
That's, that's true. Com- I, sometimes can be used as a slur, so yeah. they might not see it from the yeah, other side. See, but the thing is, the you F can never slur, know how somebody's going to take the it. The F slur is used to hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't think you've ever, oh, you hetero lights you on fire or something. Like, oh. you know, <laughs> like you hetero. I, it's never been a marginalized use. Or no, I don't think heterosexual no. has ever been. And yeah. In the context, it was not used insultingly, but he yeah. took it as an insult to him personally. So yeah. he used a slur associated with violence. Right. I want to point I out something about this. So first of all, we we respect all beliefs, yeah, all yeah. values, and, and different you know walks of Everybody life. Has their own walk. But I have seen, I have a religious background in terms yeah. of my family. Oh, and yeah. I've been to the like one church where the preacher would do this thing where they would preach love, like love, mm-hmm. be kind, be loving. But then in the same sentence, he would give like a transgender hate speech. Yeah. And it, it was very difficult to me to like, I, I refuse to go to this place. Like a dialectic. Again, yeah. But like, it was like, how can, I don't understand how you're communicating this. Like, right. this is okay. Love. love everybody. Love on people. And then, but this is on the, like what it, what it was said was like, but it's oh, not okay for them to have, to want to go to the bathroom in the same place as my kid. And I was like, I don't does not compute. I don't understand yeah. how you can put those two together. Like, there's separate stalls. Like I don't. But it, you don't, I everybody's not ta- standing around a, I think a big bowl peeing together. Sometimes teens are being taught in that way, though, yes. and then they're picking up that information, oh, yeah. and then they feel justified in yeah. doing what right. you're describing. So a lot of times, kids are just repeating what their parents yeah, have said, I understand. and that's the hard thing because when you're 15, your forebrain is yeah. just starting to grow. Your brain doesn't stop he growing until your mid twenties. Eighteen. Your brain yeah. doesn't start yeah. growing until you're. I think wanted like, to say something oh, here. Sure. I want to give Can her a I chance. One last thing after that. About <laughs> sure. Well, you got. Sorry. We got a million things. You got plenty of time. Don't worry. Yeah, I just want to Sorry, point mom. out that no one is born racist or homophobic. No, no one is born no. that way. They get grown into that sort of culture, I, and mm-hmm. it sounds like this kid and this preacher have a maturity issue. Yeah. To yeah. me, you know, there's a lack of maturity and um, yeah. insight. When you start having this kind of fear-based way of living, it's mm-hmm. much better to live in a more uh, loving yeah. way, I think. So, I, read yeah. I, that agree. No, I read that babies are not born f- with the emotion disgust. Like, you're, you've learned that. Like shame? Or like, oh, that's disgust. totally true, because my baby puts her hand in the toilet. She doesn't think twice about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And you have to teach them what yeah. things, like, you should be they disgusted about. They learn it about. from me going, no! That's gross. <laughs> I think I did the same thing as a child, and it appalled my aunt so terribly. I don't think I learned. Well, well, even my nieces, they would yeah. like. There was this one situation where they had poo in their diaper, and they just painted it on the walls. Oh, they were little artists. They made beautiful <laughs> art. All and their over mothers the wall. were like, "Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's so thing. funny!" Like with my daughter right now. That's totally a true story. She, by the way. We have to be careful when she gets a crayon because if she doesn't like. She are colors white on the couches, yeah. white couches that she picked out <laughs> become colorful. He always blames me for that. I didn't want the white couches, <laughs> but you wanted the supportive back, didn't I, you? I wanted the flex steel frame. There's no, they don't pay us to say that, but it was amazing. It's a very comfortable couch. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so do you have something else? Yeah, to say I do. About this would be quick. Yeah, so like, one for, thing you think that the we always say the younger generation is going to replace the last and yeah. its hatefulness or its uh, begrudgingness of acceptance. But I learned uh, that asexual, as an asexual, I'm asexual. Mm-hmm. Yay, confetti, you know, yeah. it's kind of, it, it, it can be great, it can be sucky. But anyways, aphobe, aphobia, it's called aphobic or whatever, just like homophobic. Sure. And uh, say about that, say about that what you will. But aphobes are tending to be younger these days. Yeah. Like also I, turfs and radfans. I don't understand why somebody would have a 
problem with somebody being sexual uh, like well, asexual, asexual what like, is that how yeah. does that affect them in any way go well, on let's let's start back up i don't know if let's, everyone how about we the go sure, sure. what, what so is just, an asexual you just yeah asexual then you said turf and snurf and yeah, yeah. Okay. that's true i have no idea what okay. those words Wait, are well, does <laughs> the surf and turf is that where you get the lobster and the, <laughs> uh, I, I can say really quick what a turf and a rad femme okay are. so Sound a turf good. is an acronym for trans exclusionary radical feminist which is a, a feminist and i'm using heavy air quotes here uh-huh. who doesn't accept transgender people or Oh. trans women they tend to also be aphobic they just don't like a- anyone who's not like they, I don't perfectly know if mis- aligned to a, a label maybe yeah. i don't know if they're misandrists i don't really you know chum with their crowd it seems like they care too much about it like yeah so a, a turf <laughs> is just what i'd call a bad feminist because they don't accept all women yeah they uh oh. they they really want to stick with a certain code and they, yeah. they will i've known them to like reach out and attack people who don't fit their ideals yeah. mm-hmm. wow anyway so that's and rad femme is just the same thing yeah mm-hmm. uh okay then, and then an asexual is a- asexual this is a, this is my thing here yeah. it's someone who does not experience sexual attraction and there's like a scale at all at all there's okay. a scale but wait there's some really crucial information that oh, not okay. everyone knows yeah please so share. A, there's like a general scale of asexuality ranging from sex repulsed meaning you don't want to have sex to sex positive meaning you do want to have sex you just don't mm-hmm. experience the initial attraction mm-hmm. and in between there's sex neutrals like yeah i could take it or leave it yeah. i do it for my partner if they wanted me right. to uh and the, huh. one really important thing that people forget about really commonly is that some asexuals like and regularly have sex there's yeah. some asexuals who being considered hypersexual they seek it out hmm. uh so that's one thing people forget is that it's not all people like me who are sex repulsed i'm not interested in sex they yeah. forget about other kinds of asexuals and right. i know that's not who i am but i feel like i oh like you know like they need to be remembered because yeah. it's like we are diverse we yeah. do have different interests everybody's different yeah, yeah. like that's the reality is you're talking about it being a spectrum yeah, yeah. nobody's gonna be a perfect five or a perfect mm-hmm. six Kendra, did you want to add something to that you seemed like yeah there's you're... if anyone wants to look up asexuality more there's a really great mm-hmm. national organization organization called aven aven.org and there's also a great book that we've both yes. read called the invisible orientation and it talks all about all those nuances and layers in the spectrum and it taught me some things i didn't know <laughs> i'm not okay before anyone says anything i haven't finished the book yet it is good that i've read like the first part and it's very well written in, in addition to being helpful so okay yeah. they had some really funny lines actually we'll have to quote those on the podcast yeah, yeah definitely cool okay right, so that's my thing. yeah just definitely send me an email with links awesome. i have a question awesome. do you mind if i do one why don't you start with a question I, yeah have you had so uh, your mom is a sex worker yes. we, we know this and mm-hmm. i wonder if you've had any negative consequences of having a mom who is out as a sex worker as me personally yeah you personally no, I, was, any... I was about to start with oh sorry okay <laughs> me personally it has not like made my life any worse or any like it's just been a part of my life yeah it has made other people's life worse because they think i have a worse life i'm joking i'm joking <laughs> like, the thing is people think it's a bad thing so they act in a poor way Okay. Like yeah. for me, my mom has been nothing but helpful. She's never scarred me. I have not seen anything I'm not supposed to. I've never walked in on her having wild sex or anything. Never. <laughs> she knows how to lock the door. You know, yeah, I bet so that feels nice to hear. I haven't scarred my daughter. <laughs> yeah, never been scarred. Oh, I got my scars. You're lucky then. <laughs> but anyways, I have had issues with a school, a private school before that I attended. Yeah. In which we, we had a one principal who was okay. Then we had another principal who's okay. Then we get a third principal not in okay. a very short period of time who is not okay. She mm. actually removed several people from the school why uh, because why? uh learning disabilities or something so huh. she oh. 
You know, I actually heard about a lot of private schools uh, actually try to like cull the herd to yeah. get yes. their GPAs yeah. up. And, and, and they, they don't like, offer any of the same then, resources that the public yeah, schools yeah. do. So their first course is get them out of our school, get them in the public school, and then they get an IEP, which sucks because that means that kid has to go yeah. through mm-hmm. all these extra steps that they yeah, wouldn't yeah. have had to have. Right. When they're not getting that benefit of being when in When they're that, being paid. Yeah. They pay so much school. for these private schools. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. go on with anyway, your diet. Even the public so, private ones. So I was taken out. Well, the, okay. Because my mom's a sex, presumably. Because at the time, I was told by the principal that I'm too stupid, basically. That's what? their reason. You uh, seem like is that, a that very... actual word? No, to not you? those actual words. They're like, you're not doing well enough. And little me was like, oh, it's because I'm too stupid. Like her oh, excuse. And my dad had to sad. like, my dad had to tell me it's because I wasn't doing well enough in school because he couldn't like he wasn't ready to tell me. Like, I knew my, I think at that time I knew my mom was like a sex worker. I didn't know yeah. the terminology, but I was like, this is just a part of my life. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so mom, you think they her kicked her. Yes. you out because of that? And here's yeah. here's what happened. I was there. <laughs> um, <laughs> there. Yeah. I wasn't even a sex worker actively at that time, yeah. but it was in two. 2010 when i was on the cover of the riverfront times they did a big coming out story where they put my name and face to me with me involved Mm -hmm. so it Mm -hmm. was a collaboration it was very nice of them to feature me but i knew that when that hit the stands people would start having issues probably so i did go to the school before it came out to let them know to expect this Mm -hmm. and they assured me that they would never penalize a child for a a parent's (laughs) behavior so I breathed a sigh of relief. It came out. Some parents freaked out. And that's when we got called in and told that you had to leave the school because they didn't have the resources mm. that you needed. Yeah. You so should've. you were mm. devastated at the that's, time, but yeah. you were so resilient. And the good news is you went into a really good public school yeah. and they had amazing resources and you've had a really that's good awesome. support yeah. teachers yeah. ever since. Yeah. I've had really good teachers. So that's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. You think it was a good transition even after the tough part? It was hard because I was kind of a socially inept child for a while in middle school, Mm -hmm. which is kind of when you need friends. That's when all... You know what? Everyone dies inside in middle school, so it's totally okay. (laughs) Like, I actually had to (laughs) move school. Life is pain. (laughs) I actually had to move school. My mom took me out of school for a year to do homeschooling, which was a terrible idea. (laughs) And then I had to move to a different school district in middle school. Great time it's the to hardest be the new time kids. for every kid. Oh, every kid, because your body is changing. You don't yeah. know what's going it's on. Yeah, yeah. So I was really awkward and super mentally. Like, like I had mental illness, and I still yeah. do. It's better now because I'm not like having huge hormone sure. rushes. Yeah. But I, I, I had a lot going on, and it kind of sucked. But it worked out so far. It's working out. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes so I've had good these good. things that can seem like a horrible blow can end up being a blessing yeah. in disguise. Like when I was fired from a job for having a sex blog, yeah. I was very hurt <laughs> over that because yeah. then. I was unemployed and was scared and anyway it ended up turning out to be one of the best things that ever happened to me yeah, yeah. I made some well, really good friends because I moved schools like that wouldn't have happened that's good mm-hmm. I met my girlfriend I met like some of my closest friends um it really did change my life for the better I think I would have had a much worse time in the private school like actually worse cause yeah Oh, is that Google Docs on your phone? I love Google Docs. That's Evernote. He, that's oh. where he's keeping Google all Docs. his questions. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> we have so much to ask you. <laughs> I like, oh. yeah. I like to print it out on paper yeah. normally, but we Did didn't you want to ask one of your questions oh, next, babe? Sorry. Yeah, in a second. Oh, well, I can uh, ask the next one then. So uh, what trends do you see among teens when it comes to sex? 
Like, what kind of sex are they having in what, your... What's really happening? What's really... Yeah. Yeah, Tell us the inside scoop. scoop. Yeah, that's what I just said. <laughs> oh, I just yelled into the microphone. It's so okay. Sorry. If you're the one who... Of course, you you have to be the soapbox for every teen sure, that exists sure. ever. Oh, yeah. By I the way, she can't really do that. I just want to be fair. She can speak for some, um, <laughs> but not everyone. Let's see. What have I experienced personally with... I'm not, I'm not interested in sex. You don't need the status of whether or not if well okay I might tell you whether or not I've sex but this is not the moment uh, so um anyways where was I going with this other people's sex lives I'm pretty sure that's what you asked essentially and I yeah just, just what the teens are yeah, doing well, what trends you see okay so it's pretty varied I'm in a sex positive kind of group like kids who are experimenting and getting to know like like even like kinks and fetishes and stuff it's not a major yeah. thing but my uh let's see people who my personal experience with people that I know and I won't give real names of course so, no, uh, I, my first boyfriend was uh he he really was pushing to have sex yeah and so that's like maybe like well like really pushing but yeah. other people like luca and some other people are experimenting with like more hard like not like the safe sex of course mm-hmm. they're definitely having sure. like condoms. condoms and stuff yeah but like that's there's people good. like there's this one kid who likes food play Mm-hmm. moved out of the school i don't know him anymore he was really nice but apparently yeah. things were weird like not like he was a nice guy yeah. there's some kids who are into like no i'm not gonna say kids because these people are upperclassmen so okay. they're still yeah. like legally, they're teenagers yeah they're yeah. teenagers who are into like bondage mm-hmm. or pain whips and, and chains and so it seems like uh, the, some people are a little more open sexually yes. as it's not teenagers. like a major topic of conversation in our group but you know this person likes being bit because you've talked to them about like huh. so but other like Oh man, I could tell you about the drugs people are using. Not in my what? friend group. Like, oh yeah, no, 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 no one in my friend group is doing drugs. I know this. Yeah. Because, uh, what? I, Nobody smokes weed. You know what? I know some people who did, but they don't anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They got. Our, they got better. They got better. <laughs> Do you think the teens are getting more comfortable talking about sex? No. 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 <laughs> They're just as uncomfortable. <laughs> I love no. it. No, not at all. No. Well, it's, it's, Nope. <laughs> I'll tell you about my sex ed class. Here, here's oh, that adults, we want to know. Talk adults find ed. this really interesting. I feel like the top things adults want me to tell me in this community is like drinking jokes. Because whenever I say like, "Oh, what are you drinking?" I go gin. They laugh. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just they find this hilarious. They want to know about my sex ed education. Oh, yeah. oh, That's yeah. like the top two things adults want to talk to me about. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like me telling them I'm doing things I'm not. And then like, hey, what would your gym teacher say? And I'm like, well, nothing. nothing. Anyways, yeah. um, so let me tell you, what, uh, this is actually a serious conversation. And I can give you some interesting details about So, this. yeah, like what do they teach in the sex ed? I'm going to in- start elementary school and tell you what I you're love. gonna go all the way up okay, okay we're awesome. going let her go <laughs> yeah because honestly like i have a daughter who's two yeah, yeah. and i want to learn how to teach her of course to be sex positive and oh, have yeah. no shame about sex all right well like, then i'll tell you so sorry, tell me so your sorry. journey no. the first thing i'll tell you is what i was taught the second thing i'll tell you is how you should do it personally from okay. my point of view yeah okay all right here we go so it's elementary school it's in private school there was zero sex ed education nothing we did not know what a vagina was none of us no where do they say babies come from storks no i don't think it was even a conversation i think the stork has sex with your mom and then he goes away and he comes back and brings a baby hey you stole my joke (laughs) i know that's That's awful (laughs) and i love it yeah anyways continue i know i'm messing with you private school that's like 
from kindergarten to third grade is when I went to private school. Yeah. Then we go to fourth grade, and congrats, it's our first year of sex education. Okay. We're watching the girls video. The, yeah. We're splitting the two classes, yeah. the two genders. The boys go to one room, the girls go to the other room. That's what they do with and us. And the girls watch the vagina video, and the boys watch the <laughs> forbidden video. Like, the girls don't know. Like, we, oh. all know, we all know what a penis is, we just don't want to say it. Like, what, they, it's all about pubic hair, I hear. What do the boys watch? <laughs> the forbidden video? Uh, no, well, it's not called it. But to the girls, it's like, they're watching the penis. I didn't even get that video. Our video was just about making sure to wash your butt. It was like, where deodorant? Yeah, it wasn't. There was nothing to to be talked about. Not at all. It was just deodorant. They're like, don't stink, kids. The videos we watched were haunting, and I'll tell you exactly why they were haunting. Between every transition, <laughs> a small song would break out and go, just around the corner. And it's like, it's like stars like exploding on the screen. And it was awful. It was so awful. really bad. Like, was it made in the 80s? Did it look like I that? I don't know, but they sure yeah. did have pictures of genitals, like drawings of genitals. Oh, it was a whole bunch like, of drawings. It's like, you're getting a pubic hair and you smell bad just around the corner. And there's a <laughs> rainbow. And like, and everyone was aghast. Completely agog. It was awful. The kids hated it. I think you can and find then, it on YouTube. <laughs> oh, and then we nice. got to fifth grade. Okay, kitties, we're gonna switch classrooms this time. Girls are gonna watch the boys' video, and the girls. Oh. So that's actually pretty cool. But no one wanted to do it. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was it was a great idea, but none of the kids were excited. Like, yeah. Actually, they were very excited, but also horrified. Like, <laughs> oh my god, we finally get to see. It was like chagrined. It was uh, it was a weird feeling to express. Yeah. Um, so what about middle school? Did okay, they so middle school, middle school was awful for sex ed. Yeah. <laughs> the first year we learned nothing. Second nothing. year we learned like we had the class, but it was bare minimum, abstinence only. Don't Which, by the way, research suggests that this is the worst form yes. of sex education. Just to put that out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, but then we get to uh, what was it? Eighth grade. And I have a different teacher this year, a different health teacher. And he says, he comes to the front of the classroom. I just slapped my chair. He comes to the front of the classroom and he looks at us and he says, I am so sorry, but I'm only, like, he starts, I am so sorry, but I'm only allowed to teach you abstinence only. Like, I cannot, oh. I'm not. Who, he, what? Really? Yeah. There are requirements like, in this school. There are requirements. Trouble and, but this guy them. was the first one to apologize and say, I know this isn't right, but this is what I have to do. It's like, well, they, did they teach about yeah. condom use or birth control Briefly, at all? but. But abstinence only. But, but abstinence <laughs> is the only real way. Is what they are yeah. Yeah. People know about pregnancy and STIs, but they didn't. I thought genuinely more. that every time you had sex, you'd get pregnant for like years. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> there was a myth terrible. when I was a kid. There was a myth yeah. that people said where you couldn't get pregnant your first time having sex. <laughs> and then one of my friends, bam. Yes. Oh, no. It happened to someone I know too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, and then here's the good part. We get to high school, and mm-hmm. the first year of high school, I don't have sex, I do only have gym class. So then we're going to skip to the second year of high school, and I have health class. Mm-hmm. And this time, we've just passed a bill or whatever, so we can talk about different sex ed things. We're like, not just abstinence only, not just heterosexual stuff. Mm-hmm. At, well, I'm going to say that we were supposed to learn about other genders and the other sexualities, but my gym teacher was kind of a... Uh, can I cuss? Yes. Yeah, he fuck was, it. I try to keep okay. PG so okay. Sorry. He was really he's really <laughs> nice. I like him. He's we he, we actually had some really good conversations but not really about sex. Mm-hmm. He was kind of weak sauce about it. Yeah. But he waited to the last moment to say also gay people and then he left the classroom. Also gay people exist. That's yeah. it. Pretty well, much. Anyways, so, so you know they're in the world. But but we did talk a lot about we talked about consent, which is very that important. Is oh, we that's talked good. about different forms of birth control, which is very good. Okay, so they did teach some. I don't mean to like advertise the other podcast but on another podcast that's i talked fine. about more in depth do you know the name of the podcast 
Family Affairs. Family Affairs. I had I talked pretty in depth about the sex ed that we had, but basically we also learned a lot about STIs, but he made it interesting. He's like, (laughs) he did. It was your favorite STI. (laughs) (laughs) AIDS always, right? No. (laughs) La Cira Fantastica. Super AIDS. Syphilis is awful, but it's fascinating because Al Capone had syphilis, and I could talk about that for quite a while. Oh yeah, he He was was an interesting interesting. man. (laughs) Okay, brief fun fact. Tell me. Al Capone was so messed up in the head that he asked for his nickname to be Snorky. <laughs> and I die every time I think about that. It makes me... I'm going to feel bad for this dude. He wouldn't get treated because he was afraid of needles. Like, this guy was bleeding oh, really? pus out of his own, you know, He pangus. knew he had it, oh, but he, he wouldn't he, get treated? But he wouldn't get treated. So his brain wow. rotted out, and he went fishing in a swimming pool, and all his cohorts were like, hey, dude, are you okay? Gotta catch him. Fish! Um, <laughs> and it was like... <laughs> hey, maybe they just thought he was high. I don't, I, I, don't know. Know, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, simplest. He was also kind of violent, so you don't. Oh, yeah, he's not a great guy. Him, yeah. Not a great guy. No. He was just like had good luck, I guess. So let's end. let's move Sorry. on to a little bit to talking yes. about how to raise a daughter. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because yeah, we we only have about uh, about fifteen minutes left. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. I no, you're fine. I mean, we just want to get all. The I just want to get to. Sure, sure. I want to know how to raise my daughter in fifteen minutes. You have to teach me how to raise her. Of course. From childhood all the way. It's all on YouTube to teach me. <laughs> Mom will give you the thing in a moment. The, the I'll pass the mic to you in a moment. I'll, yeah, not sure. Um, so one thing that I hear from other people and that also helped me is, okay, answer all the questions your daughter has. You can keep it basic. Mm-hmm. But if she says, where do babies come from? You, you, I think you owe her because she showed the curiosity to say, sex. You, yeah, you yeah. have sex and it's not in the stomach. It's in the uterus. Because mm-hmm. uterus isn't a bad word. I knew what a uterus was when I was a kid. I, I know. My aunt's it's like, a, you're too old to that's know. That's a clinical term. Yeah. 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 Like, my aunt's like, you're too old to know what the... So-. I was partially raised by my aunt when uh-huh. I... Because there's some, like, divorce issues and stuff. Sure. No, nothing serious. You're my fine. aunt was just a, a parental figure for me. I spent a lot of yeah. time with her. That's yeah. good. We yeah. raise our family like yeah. that, too. It's like, takes mm-hmm. a village, you know? Yeah, yeah. It takes the village people. Anyways. Yeah. So, with, uh, so <laughs> you, you owe it to her... And it, if she says, why do people have sex? Because it feels good. But then you you should also probably tell her, don't feel inclined to have sex. Definitely teach your daughter about consent. In, not just do. in sexual situations. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, if someone wants you to do something and it makes you uncomfortable, here's something really important. If your daughter feels uncomfortable hugging a certain family member mm-hmm. or something, do not make her. I'm talking not, not just yeah. you. I'm talking to anyone. Male or female family member, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. If you're child does not feel comfortable hugging or touching or talking to one of your friends no. do not make them like that i actually will always ask can yeah. i give you a hug if yeah. it's if it's anybody but yeah, my daughter or my wife yeah. like if it's my nieces like, yeah my nieces i say can i give you a hug and sometimes they they're yes. up for it sometimes yeah, they say no i no, say that's fine that, so. but you want them to be empowered to yeah, say yeah. No, and, that's okay. and there's also non-verbal consent yeah. where i go like this and if yeah. they go <laughs> if they put their hands up and say no, then yeah, you can you, tell. You can tell. Yeah, I, I, I can see that being no very thank you. important yeah. because if if you are training somebody to go into situations and force themselves to do uncomfortable things, think of how many things they might force themselves yeah. to do later in life because mm-hmm. that's what they're supposed to do, but they don't yeah. have the right to choose and say, you know what, this that's is uncomfortable for me. Actually, yeah. relates to another fun parenting tip uh, I have. Which is very brief. If your child asks why, like why they can or can't do something, mm-hmm. they'll be like, "Because my house, my rules." You should no. actually give them a reason. I, Otherwise, 
they will just it, they're more likely to submit to peer pressure like right. oh because is enough of an answer no. so they're like can i have a puppy don't say no it's my house my rules it should be like uh no because that's a lot of responsibility yeah, i don't want to like, take care of it yeah, yeah something like you that. couldn't do it on your own and i don't have the time right now to like yeah. assist this dog or whatever you know i've so. actually started already doing that yeah, with my daughter good, good, and I'm proud like of you, when she says like she's non-verbally yeah. like wanting her tablet yeah and i'll be like no, I'm sorry, you can't have it right now because like you've already had enough time yeah, yeah. on it for the I day. I want to put in the psychological reason and, for this. And hold on, if I just <laughs> okay. if I just like say no and nothing yeah. else, she still she understands language yeah. a lot. She'll get mad, like she'll get fussed <laughs> about it. But if yeah. I actually explain, no, you can't have it right now because of yeah. whatever reason, she actually, she actually is calmer about it. Man. And okay. what I think a lot of people don't understand is toddlers; they can understand yes. you. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the psychological perspective on this, there's two ways people make decisions in the yeah. midbrain and the frontal cortex. Um, that because I said so or any fear-based parenting teaches kids yeah. to make decisions from the midbrain, which is that caveman place. So they're yeah. more reactive. But if you give somebody an explanation and teach them to discern choices, then they yeah. make more of their decisions from the frontal yeah. cortex, which means they're going to think ahead mm-hmm. and um, think about the decisions they yeah. make. And and that's why also spanking is a bad form yeah. of parenting as well. Because it's it makes, abuse? It, well, yes. And because it causes 100%. people to be making choices from the midbrain. Yeah brain and not the forebrain a timeout is because teaching the kid to take a break yeah. and yeah. think about their choices and mm-hmm. then act right um so just that's good yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah there are Doing many ways to, to a parent other than hitting them because all that does is make them hate great you and you know when they're kids some of them when they're kids they're, they have love for you as yeah. a parent so they're still going to be around but as soon as they hit teenagers if you beat the crap out of your kids they're not going to like you anymore. Yeah. Like, well, it. there's more to that, but yeah, like, yeah. don't do that. Please yeah. don't hit your kids. But anyhow, kids. continue. Yeah, what other parenting tips should we learn from you? Yeah, what so. um, Teach me. Oh, wait, Kendra wanted well, no, to put just, something in. Oh, no, no if you got something, you, throw in. You seem to ha- be a fan of mutual respect. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Which is real nice. Yeah. Even in my friends, if you don't respect me, like, I... No disrespect. Yeah, if I don't no respect hate. you, if it's not mutual, then mm-hmm. I believe every relationship should be give and take on both sides. Yeah. Like, I rely on people for emotional support and for mm-hmm. attention, but it's like, I, I mean, like, I want to give them respect and attention. Like, I'm, a, I'm a very loving person. I feel like I've yeah. had friends who didn't respect me the same way I respected them, and I kind of yeah. started moving away from them. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Mom. Mutual oh, respect. Yeah. It's about not feeling exploited. Yeah. Along with the yeah. consent, just teaching healthy boundaries. Of course, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, for kids. How do you teach a two-year-old healthy boundaries? Like, How about you do this, Mom? Like, yeah, we should yeah. ask, because like, you're the one who parented this awesome person. <laughs> Tell yeah. us what things, you, you. in addition, uh, what you think uh, are important. I, I do want to say, and I'm sorry I'm not answering that exact question, That's but okay. when the child does ask a question it means they're ready for the age-appropriate answer but sometimes the parent is not ready yet so there are a couple times i can think of where she asked me a question that caught me off guard sure and i didn't respond in the best way so just to let you know you might want to think ahead Mm -hmm. and think be prepared for those kind of questions or be prepared to say that is a great question let me get some more information and get back to you so that you don't make something you can always answer it later i think parents sometimes think that because you didn't do it in the moment that like you lost your chance like, no, you didn't. Yeah, right or on. you can say, I don't know. Google it. <laughs> oh. Be careful with Google because they can learn way too much. No, I want her to learn. No, you want her to learn and explore. My daughter already has a Kindle Fire. <laughs> she got one for her first birthday from her grandmother. Sure. Really. Did wow. you have something to say um, on there's, that? There's a great teen sex ed website called Scarlet Teen. Oh. So Scarlet, Scarlet Teen. teen. 
with one T in it, and that's been around for a long time, and she provides so much good information. I think she's based out of Chicago. Her name is Heather, and there's a lot of stuff on there that covers all the topics more than you can even imagine for for that kind of stuff. (laughs) Well, that's great. Awesome. Thank you for the resource. Yeah. Um, So how else do I raise my daughter? Yes. (laughs) To be sex sex positive positive and... Oh, of course, how about, keep how about slut shaming and things like oh, that. Oh, that's important. Yeah. Yeah. And body image. Body, okay, those body image is a difficult thing for me, and I think yeah. a lot of I think people. For a lot of people. I don't know anyone who doesn't hate something about themselves. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm being serious. That's sad. unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me talk about slut shaming first, because body image. Sure. Okay. Go slut shaming. Uh, my, oh, God. Okay. How about I do body image and my mom does slut shaming? Deal. Sounds fun. Okay, I'll do body so image fair. first. Okay. She even knows how to share. <laughs> She's good at sharing. Olivia is not good at sharing. Like I try to, she'll give me one, one of the maracas and I'll start shaking it, and she'll be like, "Well, yours looked more fun than." And there's two, and then she gives me the other one, and I'm like, "Ha ha!" She just likes fun. to switch she a lot. That's okay, all. Go on. Yeah, go on. So Sorry. body image. I struggled with body image, like in middle school especially. Yeah. As a kid, I was just like basically just a mind with legs. I didn't think about anything physical. Yeah. I, I would just wander around, like stick things in my mouth and stuff. Just normal kid stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then like you pick up things from magazines or from social media and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this isn't right about me. This isn't right about me. Mm-hmm. And for me, a mental illness did not help. But then I'm like, you know, got out of my teen phase. I don't hate myself anymore. Yay. Yay. Um, yeah. yeah. Good. Actually, I think I'm really pretty. So that's cool. I yeah, just, you're beautiful. Oh, thank you. That's really nice of you. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we want, but that's the point. Like, that's we the truth. want, we yeah. want our daughter to feel beautiful. We yeah. want our son to yeah. feel. We don't One have a son, thing, but if we honestly, had a son, we yeah. want him to feel proud of himself. Yeah, yeah. We'll, well see well, if we have a son. I don't know what to <laughs> do. I'll have to learn about. how to raise a son. Go on. <laughs> We're not gonna make the decision on the podcast. Yet. No. Flip the point. Don't. <laughs> do not one thing you can do really i found impacted a lot of my friends and like mm-hmm. people online that i've talked to do not make re- remarks negative remarks about your own body oh. and don't compare your body to your child's body oh, oh. so modeling <laughs> so i need to work on that now yeah, <laughs> yeah like yeah. no you're beautiful and yeah. i feel proud of myself things like that yeah, even if like just just like i found them be, like if i've talked to friends whose mom talked about how they wish oh you're skinny like I, unlike me wow you're so pretty the kid will focus a lot on being skinny all throughout their adulthood yeah. mm-hmm. i found online people create and then characters they, then they might even get anorexia yes, and bulimia yeah, definitely, and yeah. definitely yeah. problems but one thing i've noticed people do and i i, I don't role play or anything online but I, i've talked to people you play who, D&D? i like dnd yes okay. Uh, I want to play it with more people. I actually yeah. have a lot of character ideas. Anyways. Okay, um, go on. <laughs> so I've noticed people like girls will put their like 26-year-old character yeah. as weighing 80 pounds. Oh, my God. Because oh, they no. think that's what's like. I'm like, no, you no, can't no. be 5'6". That's also. when you're in the casket. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's like death. Yeah, that's, that's death. Really is. Because they think that's what's normal. And that's no one told them that you're... I'm 130 pounds. Mm-hmm. No. And like... I've been tracking, so I've been doing, I've been thinking about this. I've been tracking a little bit of my weight loss on Facebook. And one thing I pointed out in my last like check-in was, so I'm at 185 now and my ideal is 180 and I've never actually been in what's considered the BMI ideal of of, of what's on that chart. The one time that I was, was when I was dying in high school with an overactive (laughs) thyroid. I was finally in range and I just pointed that out because I think that. We have so uh, such unrealistic expectations yeah. when it comes to what our body should look yeah. like with those magazine images, and and I think yeah. it's a travesty that everybody kind of hates something about themselves. It like, is. 
Well, like I, 150. Oh, sorry. Oh, Kendra wanted to say. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, just butt in. Go for it. Oh. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh. We're all sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is Speak a to us, fun Kendra. exercise to try when, when you're by yourself privately is yeah. if you stand naked in front of a mirror and you look in the mirror and you just kind of like, you are so ugly. Ugh. Oh, no. Okay. And then oh. you take a, like 10 seconds, close your eyes and then open them up again and get your posture going and everything and say, you are so beautiful. Yeah. And it, it changes, right? It really, I saw you posted that on Facebook. Yeah, I actually did that this really, week and it felt good. Yeah, it works. So yeah. you can you can end, end with a positive note. And that's why I've been suffering from such high self-esteem lately. Oh, <laughs> you, you poor tortured no, soul. Like, while that's, when I was in high school, I realized I had bad body image and that's how I started to transform my own body images. I would... I would actually dance naked in front of the that's, mirror. That's, that's okay, so by fun. the way, yeah. I, I really like your hair. I'm oh, sorry. thank you. Like, I'm like, yeah. sorry, watching you talk, it's really so nice. So curly. No worries, yeah. but you had something to say. One in five something. Oh, no. Uh, well, I found Statistics. that 150 is like a normal weight for most people. Yeah. Like, it depends like, on your height. Though. Yeah, it depends yeah. on your height. But I, if you're six foot three, that's really, really low. Yeah. No. But like oh. for most people, my height, like 150 yeah. is normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's like, and you look, like you could be just a little like more weight than I, I'm like kind of yeah. not skinny but I'm thin. You're perfect. You're, yeah, you really are. You are a good weight. Yeah, right. but like, <laughs> like you're healthy. Weight. You're healthy. You look healthy. Thank like you. I think I, that's I, the range. People just need to feel healthy. It's yeah. not about being I was the ideal. Like 150 for a while, and I didn't look too much different from no, this. Yeah. It was just like I don't know. I I guess I just carry myself differently. Yeah. But like there's like the average weight. Like if you're really muscular, you can be considered overweight because right. you're like short Arnold Schwarzenegger or, yeah. he's Arnold considered obese because yeah. <laughs> he's range. so because like that's my health teacher was talking about like I know some people who are just really muscular and the doctor's like you overweight like what's happening <laughs> that's the BMI that's yeah. the problem instead that's of actually measuring those ranges fat are helpful yeah. level yeah. yeah it's about health and honestly I've lost 90 pounds over the last two yeah. years we've both been working on yeah. our and health I, when so, I hit 100, I'm throwing a party. Wow. Well, yeah. I think, you know, I don't know how much time we have left, but I think it would be good for Kendra to be able to talk a yeah, little Mom, bit about slut shaming. That's turn. okay. I just want to be yeah. respectful of, course, of sorry, your Mom, time. I, <laughs> I wanted you to have more voice. Yeah. No, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, so, well, so, what to say about slut shaming? I uh, was slut shamed in high school mm-hmm. by my mother and my mm. boyfriend. They both took turns attacking me. That's you're sucks. a slut. You're a slut. You're a oh. slut all the time. That's and terrible. so it really affected me at that time. And so then finally I decided, well, if I'm going to be, you know, treated this way, I might as well have fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> so then I went out and started cheating on my boyfriend and sleeping oh, around yeah. and doing all this unhealthy behavior because right. I internalized all those bad messages yeah da, 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 da. so then i've gone through many phases in my life i'm 44 now and it was when i hit about 30 that i realized that i could take the word slut and own it and redefine it for myself so i've always considered the word slut to be a person who's in touch with their sexuality yeah, yeah. and that's my definition so you can call me a slut all you want and yeah. it's that's totally identifies me and it's mm-hmm. fine with me and I don't use that word. Yeah, I, I think I, it's a I, negative word. I like, well, I like to, um, I try not to be too uptight about yeah. different words. Mm-hmm. I try really hard to think the word fat, it's a definition. It's, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to mean something negative. Yeah. Old doesn't have to mean right. negative. Yeah, sure. All those things that I'm just trying like, to I use It's about the meaning you put to Queer. them. Because yeah. the people, I mean, like, 
really briefly. Some people think queer is a slur because mm. people because like hats and stuff. You sorry, heterosexual people. <laughs> uh, I say hats lovingly. The way I say goy, goyim. Just say people. Uh, people, I mean, people. We're all use people. It like slur, but people also use gay as a slur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, keep going. Oh Mom. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. So then I definitely knew I didn't want my daughter to go through the same. Yeah. The same. Yeah. The trauma, I guess. So how did you? Protect her, shield her from that, or teach well, her. She to... probably didn't slut shame her. <laughs> well, yeah. Other than not not <laughs> getting it from your, your family, daughter. that might like, be a good choice. I, I've <laughs> known girls who slut shame each other in high school. Like how? Oh were yeah. you? How the, did you teach her to deal can with that? Be very menacing in that way yeah. too. They can cut very deep. So, oh, yeah. have yeah. you experienced any bullying or anything in school? I've avoided bullying pretty thoroughly. I just choose not to associate with certain people, and it's yeah. worked out just fine. That's good. The closest Even I've fortunate. gotten recently. I've been called a few things, but just, like, coincidentally, because oh. I ran into the wrong person or something. Mm-hmm. But the closest I've gotten... Watch language, maybe. Oh, uh, I won't say anything. <laughs> okay. This girl insists... There was, like, this weird thing. It wasn't even bullying. She just, like, so you like boys and girls? I'm like, yeah, you're bisexual. No. And she was like, it blew her mind. <laughs> and then she kept saying, but you're bisexual. And I'm like, no. I, think, I, don't, I don't think that was bullying. Thing. I no, think she's more just trying to understand the you. The tone she was using. Oh. That's the closest. Like, she was like offended that I didn't use this <laughs> word so she kept trying to use it so that was like it wasn't even bullying we she were just confused it was confusing I, I'm honestly I, still confused by what the difference between bisexual or queer is oh, to be honest well, it, it sounds like a very queer is the general like the umbrella term it's umbrella and yeah. bisexual falls under yes, that yes yeah mm-hmm. there specific. we go yeah now Which, I know. One thing I want to point out that day. I see in the sex therapy room as a result of slut-shaming mm-hmm. is two extremes. Mm-hmm. One is the over-sexualizing, yeah. but in the how you described where you kind of like acted out in, in a yeah. like a tough way, I see that happening, yeah. or I see the opposite, where mm-hmm. people almost like shut down their sexuality yeah. entirely, mm-hmm. and it turns into sexless marriages. Mm-hmm. And so what I really want to see is acceptance. I like that you're <laughs> talking about, even if we're using the word slut, that it means you're sexually Empowered, that you know what you want but I wish that there didn't have to be a negative term about it because I think women and men alike need to know what they yeah. like and desire mm-hmm. so they can ask for it go on one thing I read recently that I didn't think about that I like to bring up mm-hmm. is some parts of the sex positive uh, you know role is overplayed and like people my age and younger are getting that like have sex with whatever you want be a slut when it's still not healthy for like kids to have, so like I'm talking 13, yeah. 14 year olds. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, you like that's know what you can't really into. make yeah. decisions so too, and you know. can be exploited at that yeah, age yeah. by older kids so or even adults. Yeah, so you have I know to be it's awful. Yeah, but one thing is like, yeah, you do need to learn boundaries and stuff. Yes. Like that's like a, a big part of sex positivity. So keep that in mind, people. It's good to have sex, but only when you're comfortable with it. And one thing mm-hmm. kids need to know is it's not all right. For mm-hmm. kids to have sex because you're never mentally prepared. Yeah. That's just it. I read about that recently. And that, that's the weird thing is like every state actually has a different age of consent. Mm-hmm. So yeah. in Missouri, it's 17. But what? I've... No, I thought it was 18. What's happening? It's 17. <laughs> in Missouri, it's 17. So that's fine. She's like, what? I consent? Like, what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm a minor. Leave me alone. <laughs> you're like, holy crap. I got to get home real quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, but that's an arbitrary number. You know, like I don't I, sex some, of them, some of them label it as 14, I think, in Mississippi or somewhere. Oh, in the So Yeah. Like it's all over the place. Like in Great Britain. In Great Britain, it was 50. You're safe. It's okay. This is a safe, a safe place. House. Yeah, we're in a safe place. Trust me, there's no sex know. happening here. <laughs> 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 All right, well, I think that can about wrap it up for today. Thank you I for think your that time. Does. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did want to put here. in a few plugs, and I want you guys to be able to put in your plugs. Well, how about you put in your plugs? Do you have anything, to plug? Do you, have anything you want to plug either side as far as like groups or communities you care about? 
Any events coming up? Or? Oh, yeah. We have a, um, I'm a co-leader of Sex Positive St. Louis, and that website is sexstl.com. Mm-hmm. And we have some fun events. And the next one coming up is August 28th. We're having a happy hour at Social House down on Soulard. And myself and the other co-leaders are all going to get body painted. Oh, oh wow. That's, that's fun. I'm, I, I love that kind of stuff. paint yourself as? The woman doing the painting, she usually does women, oh, but cool. she's going to be doing David and Nick <laughs> David, as well, which is going to um, be a treat for her to have a guy painting, but she's going to do corsets on the women. Oh, cool. And she does a corset and then she, she paints a corset? She can oh. paint a corset on oh, you. Oh, that'll be that beautiful. That is cool. And then you throw that's glitter awesome. on it and it looks <laughs> like so shimmery and beautiful. So I'm excited that's about really that. That's really cool. Cool. So sexstl.com is our uh, and that's adults only, right? It's 18 and up. Yeah. Okay. Usually we have events at bars, which is 21 and up. That, yeah, that makes okay. it easier All to. Right. Yeah, is they there anything em. you want to plug or you? Uh, we're good. No. Nope. Nope. I don't know. Right, good. I you guys no, I to. It was good to have you here. <laughs> I'm having my birthday which party is... soon. You're not invited. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no you're worries. Fun. Yeah. No. It was nice to meet <laughs> you. It was nice to meet you. Too. You're really, you're really interesting people. Thank you. I've got a couple things coming up. I've got my book. I just turned in my manuscript oh. for um, Helping Couples Overcome Infidelity, a therapist manual. It's going to come out later this year. Nice. I'm also doing a seminar associated with that book with Washington University. It's coming in September. Look it up on the Brown School of Social Work. And then finally, for MMHCA, which is the Missouri Mental Health Counselors Association, I'm going to be the keynote. So check us yeah. out. Congratulations. I know. I am on fire yeah, this month. Thank she you. She has amazing <laughs> things. So, uh, and we're the About Sex Podcast. You can catch us at aboutsexpodcast.com. And coming up soon, we're going to be streaming to YouTube, Periscope, mm-hmm. everything. We're going to he have is, He's gone crazy with the IT, and he's going to put us everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> so it won't just be on Facebook. Unfortunately, Facebook makes it hard to do it at the same time with other streamers. Mm-hmm. So s- I think you'll want to look us up on YouTube in the future. So yep, and we have a new Facebook page. The for Facebook the group page. Too. Don't look at it right now. It's not. It's <laughs> just like instructions, but it's about sex yep. podcast. That's All it. right. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. And if you need therapy, it's www.therapistinsaintlouis.com. Oh yeah, thanks she's, for joining she's us. She's booked up. Good luck getting an appointment. <laughs> have a good night, everybody.